Hello and welcome to the Pack Mag Parents Podcast, your place to laugh and learn. Everything we do is to make the lives of everyday parents easier. Without further ado, let's welcome our hostess with the mostess, Bree James. Well, hello and welcome back to the Pack Mag Parents Podcast, the podcast for parents who agree that parenting is just yelling, you just had a snack, over and over and over until you give in and throw them another snack. Um, I'm Bree James and today we're going to talk about mental health because we know how stressful parenting can be. Uh, as soon as you have a child, your life is completely turned upside down. Uh, and while you wouldn't change it for the world, it can certainly all be a bit overwhelming. And mental health issues are common among parents, but often not discussed because of the stigma. But this is starting to change, which is amazing. Uh, we've got lots of great things also happening in the show. We've got some really great weird, the whack and the wonderful uh, products to share with you. I've got another give it a go challenge, a tip of the week. Uh, and we're going to get Dr. Gail onto the podcast today. So Dr. Gail is a psychiatrist, psychoanalyst, columnist, best-selling author, and television commentator specializing in all things mental health. She understands the impact parenting can have on mental health, and she is on a massive mission to help parents cope with juggling parenting life and just life in general. She's all the way from New York City. Let's get her on Zoom. It's time to get to class. So tell me, Dr. Gail, what are some common mental health issues amongst parents? The most common mental health issues, period, are yes. still the most common amongst parents. So those are anxiety disorders, really top the list, whether we're talking about generalized anxiety disorder, which is what I would call the what ifs, you know, you worry all day and what if this happens, what if this happens and it interferes with your ability to function. Um, but other common anxiety disorders are panic disorder where you have, you know, discrete panic attacks and you avoid things because you're worried about having another panic attack. Um, depression is an, is another big pot for mental health issues for people, whether we're talking about mild, moderate depression, more severe, major depression, um, or whether we're talking even about something called cyclothymia, where there's this fluctuation in moods between low mood and, and better mood. Um, and those are, those are sort of two big areas, and they are potentially made worse by highly stressful conditions. So to be frank, parenting qualifies as a highly stressful condition. Um, of course, we, we all know that our children bring us tremendous joy, and they do bring us joy, but they also do bring us a lot of stress. And there have just been numerous studies that have looked at happiness of individuals over a lifetime and of couples over a lifetime. And, you know, sorry to say that happiness takes a dip um, when we have children and it rebounds after our children leave the nest. Um, and that has a lot to do with the fact that it is very stressful to raise children. It's financially stressful. Um, you know, growing individuals who are separate from you, who you worry about, who will sometimes do things you don't want them to do, um, who you do not have actually total control over, um, and who may actually struggle with real problems of their own, in fact, often mental health problems of their own. Um, is stressful. 
and caregiving is stressful. And those things can conspire to take someone who may already be vulnerable to an anxiety disorder or a depressive disorder and, and make it more likely. Because how do some of these issues come about? I mean, obviously, you know, some parents don't have any of these issues until they have children. Some have them beforehand. But, you know, how do they sort of come about in, from the beginning, if that makes sense? Sure. Well, um, many of these diagnoses have a genetic predisposition. In other words, they run in families. But they don't totally, they're not, you know, one for one. It's not like if your mother had it, you will have it. Um, environmental factors definitely play a role and environmental factors play a role example would be uh, traumatic situations increasing the, the likelihood a traumatic history increasing the likelihood um, not having social supports um, definitely trying to deal with some of these emotions such as sadness and anxiety and really and now I'm talking about normal human emotions and not having good coping tools to manage that and so doing things that are not good like drinking alcohol or using drugs um, or uh, not being able to sleep and um, and so those environmental factors can also precipitate or, you know, something happening, a, a, a big loss, a divorce, uh, a loss of someone very important in your life. Those kinds of things can trigger uh, a mental health episode. And of course, our environments, as we move along, turn on and off our genes so that it's, it's not one or the other. There's this sort of combination that's going on all the time of you know, our environment impacting our biology and then our biology impacting our environment. Um, and, and so many people, many, many people will struggle with something, an emotional state that rises to the level that it impairs their ability to function and that's when we call it a mental health diagnosis. Mm, it's because it is quite prevalent. I think I don't know whether it's just because uh, you know we're talking about it more that we're realizing how many people are impacted by by these conditions. Yeah, and for it parents, is, particularly for young parents, I think it's important to understand that many of these diagnoses present, present for the first time in your late teens and early twenties. So, early twenties or twenties in general is not an unusual time to have a first presentation of a First depression, particularly postpartum depression, obviously, would, would first present after you have a child. Um, but depressions in general, anxiety disorders often are first diagnosed in your 20s, even though when people look back, in fact, they probably struggled in their childhood and it just wasn't understood. Um, but more serious mental health diagnoses like schizophrenia and bipolar disorder, usually a first break, so to speak, a first you know, bad episode is often in the early to mid 20s and so that is a, that is biologically a time when you would see it anyway um, and you sadly may be a newer parent mm. this podcast is proudly brought to you by good start early learning good start can nurture your little one right from the nursery through to kindergarten with the choices of a nine hour 10-hour or all-day session. Visit goodstart.org.au and inquire today. So tell me some myths then that surround mental health that, you know, we should really start to bust. (laughs) 
Um, well, the idea that uh, once you, first of all, that you uh, could just will yourself out of it. You know, if you were tough enough or strong enough, you could just stop being depressed or stop being anxious. That, that simply is not the case. And many people have suffered, sadly, for hugely long periods of time, um, not getting treatment because they feel that they should be able to do that when that just isn't true. Um, that it's sort of a moral blemish, if you will. I think it's, what, it's what's kept the stigma alive, that, um, that any mental health problem means you're, you know, quote, crazy, and no one wants to be crazy, and it, it's portrayed as, um, as though you are utterly dysfunctional and will stay that way. And that's not true. The vast majority of mental health issues are, are treatable. Um, they require treatment. You can't treat yourself. Um, but once treated, you can resume a, you know, suffering-free uh, functional situation. And, uh, and actually, I, uh, the last book I, I worked on, um, which I had mentioned to you earlier, The Power of Different, The Link Between Disorder and Genius, is really about the extraordinary abilities that are hardwired to particular mental health issues and learning disabilities. And so many people with mental health issues actually are uh, amongst the, the more exceptional of us. The, the, they have certain particular strengths and potentials. Um, and if those are harnessed, they're often, you know, the, the greatest artists, the greatest of the scientists, the greatest of the musicians. Um, they, they really are uh, extraordinarily able. So I think, uh, sadly, you know, stigma is lessening, and that's good news because it is allowing more people to talk about it and know they're not alone, far from alone, um, and to get treatment. But we still have a ways to go. And so I think the idea that you should um, also, you know, you should be quiet about it because people will reject you or you might or you will lose your job or, um, you know, these, these are things that should not be. And, uh, and, and people need to be able to talk about what's going on. I agree, because it, it is so much more prevalent than we actually realise. I, I don't think anyone isn't touched by this issue, and I do believe we're getting more empathetic towards it. Uh, workplaces are becoming, you know, more sensitive to these needs of people that do suffer from these sorts of illnesses. What should parents that are listening right now do if they're really struggling? Well, the, I mean, I, I would say the first thing to do is to uh, make an appointment for an evaluation um, with somebody who, uh, you know, most in most areas, the hospital that is in your area has an outpatient psychiatry department where you can find someone to do, you know, a, a screening, an evaluation to, to be able to tell you what they think is going on. Um, and then what they think can be helpful for you. Um, and that's, that's the number one most important thing. If you feel uh, so at a loss, and, and this is, is unfortunately sometimes the case that, you know, symptoms have become so severe that it's difficult for people to organize themselves to, to find a therapist, to, you know, compel themselves to go and do something. 
Um, you know, just, just tell someone close to you that you trust and feel comfortable with, that you need some help, um, that you need them to help you, you know, find someone uh, so that you can, you know, maybe go with you. Um, I would say, you know, very importantly, if you see someone around you who seems to be struggling, say something. Say, I notice that you look like you're having a hard time. And I wonder, you know, if you could tell me what, you know, what's going on and how you're feeling. And, uh, you know, we, in this country, we have a real crisis in times, in terms of suicide. Um, the rates are going up. They're going up amongst really almost all age groups. Um, the, for the first time, you know, life expectancy has gone down in this country and it's due to a combination of suicide and, and opioid uh, addiction and overdose. And, you know, it, it is a myth, if you want to speak about myths, that asking someone about suicide will suggest to them to, to do it. That is a myth. Um, so if you have concerns about someone, you need to ask them if they're thinking of harming themselves. And if they say they are, you need to ask them if they have a plan and if they have a means. And if they affirm any of that, you need to take their means away from them and you need to take them to an emergency room. Um, you can really, really save a life. I would say in terms of parents and young parents, you know, it can be, particularly new parents, it can be a really fragile time, a really difficult time. And postpartum depression is not unusual. And if, you, if, a, if a young mom is struggling, she can get treatment for postpartum depression and be just fine. But left alone, this can really get dark, you know, and go to a very bad place. So ask, ask if, if you see a new mom struggling and if you can help them, um, if you can get them to somebody. Absolutely. And there's also the moms that are in perinatal depression as well, which is, you know, just as scary, I think. Um, mm. Absolutely. It's a, it's a very uh, intense subject, but if you are listening right now, definitely go and see your GP. Uh, as you said, go and see a friend. Just, you know, get that help that you need because it isn't a weakness. It is a chemical imbalance in your brain that you can't fix. And that's what I think when you look at it just scientifically um, and take the emotion away from it, you just go, you know what, this I mean, is I just... I think it's also really important that people understand the sooner you get treatment, the easier it is to treat. And yes. the, the faster that you tend to return to your, your normal baseline, um, the longer you wait, you know, the hard, the harder it is. So, um, earlier is better. <laughs> and, uh, and really the goal is not to keep you in therapy forever and ever and ever. That's another myth, you know, it's sort of the Woody Allen, you know, you'll be in analysis for, you know, the rest of your life. No, the goal is really <laughs> to get you back, you know, to, to where you were before this started. Um, and hopefully to build in a few coping tools to have in case you start to feel, you know, not well again. Um, and, and to let you go. Uh, that, that, is, that is ultimately the goal. And that's a perfect point to end on today. So thank you so much for your time today. It's been really wonderful to get your insights. Definitely go and check out Dr. Gail's book, The Power of Different uh, the link between disorder and genius. It's on Amazon, all great bookshop uh, shops. We'll put it uh, at the link in the show notes as well. But thank you so much uh, for being on the show today. Thanks for having me. The weird, the wacky, and the wonderful in the world of parenting. And today we've got a mobile app that has popped up that challenge its users to care for the environment. So you can create, accept and complete challenges all to make the world a healthier place. So challenges include riding a bike to work, planting trees, recycling, 
and using public transport. Uh, users are given a limited amount of time to complete all of the challenges and you know it follows with a reward. So the creators of the app hope to bring young people together for a good cause and that app is called App Linker, which is pretty cool. We'll put that in the show notes. Number two is a product, a reusable water bottle that kills bacteria. Uh, because the study found that as much as 83% of reusable bottles are contaminated with bacteria, including E. coli. Ugh. So a startup is on track to solve this problem with the Lark, which is a stainless steel water bottle which purifies drinking water and also kills bacteria. So the Lark uses uh, UVC light to destroy the DNA of bacteria and just takes 60 seconds to purify the water. So the makers claim that the bottle neutralizes up to 99.9999% of harmful germs and the bottle recharges via USB with one charge lasting up to a whole month. That water bottle sounds amazing. Uh, So yeah, we'll put that in the show notes. That is pretty cool. But how gross are our reusable water bottles? Make sure you're washing them well, mums and dads. Ew, baby bottles too. No wonder why we always use sterilizers. Uh, Number three is giving your brain new experiences stimulates more connections within the brain, which helps your memory and strengthens your cells. So you can keep your brain healthy by doing brain exercises through simple activities such as brushing your teeth with your non-dominant hand, showering with your eyes closed, eating new foods, making more social connections during your day, and switching seats at the dinner table and see if you feel the difference. So try some brain exercises. They don't have to be hard. Brush your teeth with your left hand or right hand. How cool is that? Easy. If you're loving the Pack Mag Parenting Podcast, then you'll love our other channels. Follow Pack Mag on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Pinterest. It's time for Bree's Give It A Go Challenge. All right, my Give It A Go Challenge this week, I want you to pet sit for someone else. You gotta see if any friends or family are going away and need you to take care of their dog, cat, guinea pig, bird, horse, or all of the above. Uh, it's a great experience getting to know other people's pets, and it's pretty good for your mental health as well, especially if you don't have your own pet. This is a perfect way. Just have one for a week and then give it back. If no one needs you to pet sit for them, why not organize a play date for your pets instead? Or simply have your pet stay at your place just for the day, or you know what? Go and volunteer at one of the many pet refuges around town. Pack Mag's tip of the week. So if you've got a clogged drain, you can easily unclog it by pouring half a cup of baking soda and a cup of vinegar into it. It will trigger a chemical reaction and start foaming, so don't be alarmed. Once the foaming stops, rinse down the sink and your drains will be clear, cheap, easy, and very environmentally friendly too. It's a wrap. What did we learn on today's show? So we learned lots on today's show. Uh, The most common mental health issues in parents are anxiety, panic disorders, and depression. And these conditions become worse when stress levels rise, which unfortunately happens when we become parents because parenting can be really stressful uh, from financial troubles to worrying about what our children are doing in our own child's mental health. Just accept that this is just a part of, you know, being an adult and having kids that you're going to maybe at some point in your adult life go through one of these situations or one of these conditions. Number two is I really like Dr. Gal's quote, your happiness takes a dip when you have children and rebound when our children leave the nest. So just keep that in mind. It's just a stage of life. 
Number three, if you are struggling, make an appointment with your GP or if you're having a really, really tough time, definitely go and see the hospital uh, because they're gonna be able to do a screening and suggest what could be done to help you. Uh, so don't be shy to ask for help, whether it be a close friend or family member, this could really help. Or if you're on the other end and see someone around you struggling, talk to them, uh, ask them how they are and tell them that they can talk to you. You could certainly save a life. And lastly, mental health isn't a weakness. We need to get this through, you know, to everybody here. It's just a chemical imbalance in your brain. So don't let it control your life and just ask for help. Um, you know, it's not a weakness. Please just realize that it's just what's happening in your brain right now. And it's a strong person that gets help. Well, I can't believe that we've wrapped up another episode. I'm having so much fun bringing these shows to you. I hope this episode's helped some parents out there today. Uh, and please, if you are having a rough time, I hope it's given you the courage to go and seek out some help. Uh, remember, any important links can be found in the show notes and you can play all of our past episodes on pacmag.com slash podcast. Uh, a big thank you to Dr. Gail for all of her amazing insights today. I hope you got something out of what she had to say. Until next time, happy parenting. And don't forget to tell everybody that you heard it on PacMag. See you next time. Thanks for listening to today's show. If you want to be an expert guest or you've got a weird, wacky or wonderful product to share, don't be shy. Get in contact with our team at info at This podcast is proudly produced by PacMag. You can listen to more episodes on our website, pacmag.com.au.